Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode seven of the Inspired Marketing Group podcast. Uh, my name is David Coglin. I am the co-founder here, and I'm joined, as always, by Richard. Hello, how are you doing? You did it that time. Normally, I have a little bit of a, a quiet time, and then you say hello. Um, and this time on the podcast, we've, we've had a load of different speakers, but today, after, what are we now, nine months? We're nine months old, coming up to, almost coming up to a year. We wanted to introduce you to some of the awesome kick-ass marketing superstars that we have got in our community. So I am really, really thrilled to welcome uh, one, two, three, four, five, seven people from our community to um, talk to us about them, where they come from, what they're doing, and what life is like for them with the Inspired Marketing Group. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hi. Hello. Great to see you all. So, should we do a bit of a uh, like? This is like a you know like a board meeting, right? We'll do a bit of a round the room. So, I'll start. Oh, I'll go across the top. Emily. Yeah, sure. Hi, I'm Emily Wilson. I have been working for the IM Group for six months now, um, and keeping going. And I'm a digital marketing specialist. I've just started actually freelancing six months ago. Um, so quite new to it, um, but mostly been working on B2B projects um, in the past, website replatforming um, and general digital marketing. Super, thank you. Camilla. Hi everyone, I'm Camilla. I'm, um, I've been freelancing for just over a year now, uh, but working with, um, with these lovely guys um, since June so just a few months three months I think now um, and I'm a digital media marketing specialist and I've been working um, in marketing for five and a half years now. Awesome uh, Richard I'm going to skip you because we all know who you are. Saydan. Uh, hi I'm Saydan Gunes and uh, I'm a paid media specialist. Um, I've been working as a freelancer for the past maybe three years but I was also studying. Um, so full-time freelancing, I would say maybe one year. And I joined the IMG um, about one and a half months ago, maybe two months, but yeah. Awesome. Newman, hello Welshie, yes. <laughs> Hi, uh, my name's Newman, um, based in Cardiff. I've uh, been working as the digital marketing consultant, uh, doing freelance work for the last 10 years, more or less. Uh, but yeah, this is the first time I'm doing full-time contract uh, uh, gig, really, uh, with the IMG. This is my uh, my third month. Um, yeah, that's uh, pretty much it about me. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, Kerry? Hi, I'm Kerry Leach, and um, I started my business uh, about a year ago um, after redundancy. I've got 15 years marketing experience and specialize in demand generation, so lead nurturing and strategic content marketing um, to create more leads for businesses. Um, I'm just about to start on my third client with the IMG group. So it's been a really great way for us to kind of um, plug in and feed more leads to our business as well on top of our existing clients. Awesome, yeah. I forgot you did, you, yeah, you've done three with us now, haven't you? Awesome. I was trying to work that out. I was like, three and I was like, actually, yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> wow. So he carries on the leaderboard in terms of number of clients work with. <laughs> Great stuff. So, so I guess, I guess from our side, and I think Kerry touched on it there in terms of 
um you know we've got various people who are doing more sort of five days a week three days a week or whatever kerry kerry really touched on that the fact that we're almost using the im group to help um to help um or enhance their, their own client portfolio and i guess that's what i'm really interested in in terms of i get the, the obvious question is um what what sort of made you join the img community you know what was it what really stood out and you thought actually that's worth an initial conversation and obviously going through to to joining us um anybody can go first really I'll go for um, it. I'll go for, oh, sorry. Go you go, <laughs> I'll, I'll go. Um, so I started to think about going freelance in um, at the end of last year, around December, and I had an initial call with Dave where we talked about um, really what you guys offered um, for a freelancer. And I eventually then had it in my notice and I started to go freelance at the start of April. Um, and actually, you guys called me in March um, and said, we've got an opportunity for you. Um, it could be five days a week. It could be, you know, initial three-month contract. And uh, I think I finished my, um, like, full-time job um, at the end of March. And then I started the next week um, in a four-day-a-week freelance gig with you guys. Um, so it was, it was pretty crazy in terms of the speed of what when opportunity becomes available and actually you know I hadn't really spoken to you from December to March because you were building up clients you were looking at the opportunities and finding when something was available um, and I had a few things obviously lined up for when I was going to go freelance but actually uh, being four days a week with you has meant that I've got some flexibility in the evenings on a Friday and the weekends to actually support with um, the other areas that I, I want to try out and actually um, actually I'm having a bit of difficulty I would say now saying no to clients and I never thought I would have that opportunity in the first six months of being freelance. Yeah I think the, the timing of that was just absolutely yeah perfect, <laughs> very lucky that yeah yeah super how about everyone else Kerry so obviously you're you're running your business and doing your own thing and I think we yeah. we dovetailed in we were doing some bits and bobs I can't remember how we connected back again obviously we've worked together previously at Experian didn't we yeah we did and I think for me it's like it's about security so you know I've got my own business and we've got our own direct clients but it doesn't fill the pot so you know having that extra security and extra leads and I just love like your processes. I just think, you know, having, it works so well for me and it works so well for your clients as well. And I think you, you really get that balance, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that we, what we did from the start and we, everyone we talked to, it's about making things simple. You know, we, we try and cut all the red tape out and we can do contracts very easily with our clients, but actually from a freelance point of view, making that as simple as possible as well. But also you, you mentioned the word security. And again, even to the contracts where we issue to you guys, so you know that it's legal, it's, you know, I'm going to get paid this, it's happening. You know, we, we don't we don't keep people to terms either. You know, we were having a conversation with someone the other day, the fact that the normal freelance gig is you invoice at the end of the month you've worked in, you then wait 30 days to get paid. So you're almost like a month or two behind. I think we're paying people two to seven days, really, after the finish that month, which is... I think that's unheard of in the freelance world, but um, but yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, Newman, you you were you were employed as well, weren't you? And you took the leap, uh, or you were you were you had a 
fixed term contract with somebody you took the leap to join us as well yeah yeah i was actually um i mean on, on the last point i was uh, uh that um Kerry and Emily were also discussing on, you know, what made them join the IMG. So in, in my case, really, most of my past experience has been outside the UK. Uh, so me and my family, we just moved here about two, two and a half years ago. Uh, so we're still pretty new. Um, and understandably, most of the clients that I had uh, that I was working for there, they were based here. Um, so I, I feel that um, that's where IMG really was very uh, a very attractive um, option for me because it allowed me to get these full time or these big uh, contracts to work on uh, and and take freelancing more seriously um, without having that kind of networking in place uh, uh, at this stage. So. Yeah, I, I mean, previously I was uh, a bit more comfortable. I, I, I felt that maybe working freelance was a bit too, um, um, it, was, it was a bit too um, risky for me to, you know, uh, for lack of a better word. But yeah, um, ever since, you know, joining uh, the IMG, it's just, you know, the, the whole system, the whole process is so organized and so in place. And, you know, the, the, the clients that we're working with, uh, it's just, you know, it just feels like um, a, a very, um, a very good option. And also, you know, working with all, all these um, uh, wonderful people um, and learning from them. Um, it's, uh, yeah, uh, I, I wish I would have done it earlier. <laughs> but yeah, I guess uh, it's just that uh, hesitance, you know, you, you feel that you're, you know, you, you want to be in that comfortable little um, zone of working full time uh, for someone. Uh, whereas, you know, there's just so much more benefit um, of, of being a contractor or working full time, uh, working as a freelancer. Or, yeah. yeah. That's, that's really great to hear, Newman, because I guess, you know, Rich and I were sort of in a similar situation to, I think, you know, in terms of um, business we were working with wound up, we took redundancy and we were just like, right, what do we do now? And I think if we were on our own, <clears throat> then making the leap to being freelance, like you say, it's risky. You've got to be, you know, pretty confident um, that you can, you know, make close deals, find clients. And, and I've done it before and it was emotional, <laughs> for want of a better word, um, and stressful. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm not sure I would have done it if I was on my own. And it's really great to hear, you know, your sort of thoughts on the community, because I guess that's the thing. And I've talked about it a lot in previous episodes in terms of we really want to provide that almost that safe harbor the soft landing because going out alone is just absolutely terrifying whereas actually if you've got now i think we're over 40 people now so you've got a bunch of people who yeah can help you and even just to chat to so you know those water cooler conversations i mean it's not quite the same as if we're all in a big room together but you know we can share stuff and a lot of you are working on the same clients and overlapping so um yeah that's exactly what we hope Create, and I'm really it's really glad. interesting actually isn't it because we we talk about and it's, it's almost like an unwritten strap line we have but we always talk about it but the community is about nobody having to figure this out alone is that you know all this stuff about you know going freelance and self-assessment tax and you know how much do I pay myself and blah and blah it's it's difficult and actually if you're trying to figure out that as well as trying to win clients as well as then trying to do the work you can quite easily get sort of lost in, in all of that and we were on a call with another community member earlier today and she was talking about payment and she's like I, I've got I've got a client now I'm struggling to get payment out of and we were giving her advice and that's what the community 
is about to is the fact that you know we were telling her about you know how we bill and, and actually we mitigate our risk by by billing 50 percent up front etc and and it was all all of this stuff she was like i never really thought about that before to us it's simple because we've done it but equally we might have a conversation with camilla and camilla might tell us something well, well that's bloody simple why, why are we not doing that and this is this is the community it's almost it's the added benefit as well of outside of being paid to do a job as well a, a job as well so yeah it's, it's really interesting um Ceylon, you were described to us as, um, where did you find her? And my response was, no, she found us. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, you're, you're getting some really great feedback. So you, you were doing your own stuff as well. So yeah, what's your, what's your story? Exactly. Actually, everything you guys said are all true for me as well. I started out alone, but um, I didn't really get the chance to uh, do a lot of net networking because right after I finished my master's, the first lockdown happened. And I had to start out alone, but the payments and the contracts, they were all very difficult, like getting payments and organizing things. I wasn't a complete, uh, I wouldn't say I was a professional just yet. I wasn't ready to start out on my own, but I kind of had to. Um, so actually I told Richard that um, I wish I met you before when you guys first started out because it was very difficult not having a community. I had to figure out everything alone, um, all the business parts, but also all the uh, technical stuff that I was learning while um, working. So, yeah. It's truly amazing. That's not the first time somebody said that to me about they wish they'd met me before. So, that, you know, it's... A... <laughs> anyway, move over, Camilla. <laughs> yeah, um, completely agree with everything, especially what you just said, you know, and anyone as well. Um, you know, wish I got met you guys before. And actually, at the same time, I think I met you guys at a really good time because so um, a year ago in August, I quit my job crazily without thinking about it too much. I mean, I thought about going freelance for a long time, but I used to think that I'd, I'd have like 20 years experience before I do that. And I used to think that's when, then I realized, well, actually by then I might have been settled. Maybe I won't want to do that. Um, so I thought, well, I'm quite young. I have no commitments, no mortgage, no kids, no, no boyfriend, no husband, nothing. Um, and I thought, I'm just going to do it. But it was in the middle of the pandemic. So I, I left my job and I went freelance and I didn't regret it in any minute, but it was so tough. It was such a tough experience. You know, it, it was so new to me because suddenly I had to do sales, not just my job. I had to I had to work with clients. I've never worked with clients yeah. directly. I, I always worked in house. And, you know, it, I, the, the opportunities were there, the, you know, the clients, the leads, they, they were out there. I didn't really know how to grasp them yet, but I was trying. But then as soon as I did, um, there were issues with payments and people not paying through. And then suddenly it got to a point where I couldn't focus on doing my work for another client because the previous client hadn't paid me and I was struggling to pay rent. And, you know, it, it, it got a bit tough. And like I said, I still didn't regret it, but I started looking at full-time jobs. I started applying for full-time jobs. I was interviewing for, for full-time jobs. I wasn't sure if I would take them yet because my heart was with freelancing. But, you know, at, at that same time, I saw an, an opportunity with the IMG. And at the same time, we managed to, to get in touch, thankfully. And, you know, it, it sort of, it was such perfect timing because it was almost like it, it showed up as a sign to be like, don't give up yet you know and you know and I, I really appreciated how things were really open about finance and payments how you know not only like you just mentioned you know you you, you guys managed to you know 
send out the payments really, really quickly, really regularly. There's been absolutely no issues with that, but also conversations around finance and around day rates and things like that. Everything's felt so honest and open. There's various, very often when you talk to clients, it's a really difficult conversation to start, especially when you're not experienced in it. Um, So it's been so nice having this support. Um, So yeah, I wish I met you earlier, but then at the same time, I think, you know, this opportunity landed to me exactly when I needed it. And I'm here to stay, I think. Brilliant. So that's that's amazing to hear. And I love that. I love your point about honesty because when when Rich, I mean, a lot of people say, Oh, I wish I'd met you earlier. You couldn't have met us an awful lot earlier because the multiple <laughs> guys have come in sort of um pretty much from day one. But um yeah, when Rich and I were sort of thinking about, you know, setting this business up and what we wanted it to be, there are a few things that we we echo all of your sentiments, right? You know, we'd work client side, we wanted to be our own boss, we wanted to do our own thing. Um but similarly, you know, we, we want to do more of the work we loved, which same as same as you folk. And then, you know, some values that we sort of, we wanted to stand by because, um, you know, it's, you can talk about, um, and, you know, we've worked in corporate businesses where they write stuff on the wall and go, these are our values and this is how we act and this is how we, you know, everybody should be. But, you know, you all know it's mostly BS, right? Whereas, and I think, when Rich and I are having conversations about the business or anything with clients, we always sort of refer back to our values. And the one that we always come back to is that radical honesty. It's about, you know, life is too short to be dancing around things or avoiding awkward conversations. And, and you know, there's no, we're not doing a dance with either with clients or with you, for, you know, we want to be completely upfront and honest with everybody in our community and our clients. Because, I don't want to work in a business where there's any politics, right? It's just so much easier to be uh, honest and open. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, brilliant. I actually have one more thing to add. Um, I, apart from all this, uh, I actually love that you're supporting working from home and flexible hours. Cause I think if you have, uh, if you have the right work ethic, you'll be able to, you'll complete the work. It doesn't matter um, what hours you're working or where you are. It's just that, um, at least for me, I'm much more productive if I'm in a quiet room alone at home and not traveling during rush hour. And I I just love that you're supporting this. And and that's 100% right. And we actually contract it as well. And that's one of our USPs. And to be fair, we've not had any not had any pushback yet from any client but but basically any client we we contract with you are remote workers and if you were required in the office it's not out of your pocket and out of your day rate they pay because we just want to get away from that oh we need them in a meeting on monday morning great okay it's 150 quid on the train to get them there oh actually they could probably dial in yeah that's the right answer because and we 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 well dave i think dave I don't know if you coined the phrase, but you talked about about 10% good idea, 10% hard work, 8% dumb luck. We knew this was going to work. COVID proved that it could work. You know, everyone had to go remote. And, you know, one of our clients has just posted their results today and they are the best ever during during COVID. So it's it's just, yeah, you're right. It's, it's the way it should go. So, yeah. It's a question, question for the room then on that topic, because I think interesting month, September... Uh, furlough schemes ending it's going to be interesting anybody fancy going back to the office full-time well not at all (laughs) (laughs) what about what about a couple of days a week because obviously a lot of corporates are moving to hybrid aren't they so in and out of the office what thoughts on that 
I think I would be open to it. Uh, one or two days. Um, it would be interesting to see everyone um, maybe get a lot more done in terms of communication. Um, but I guess maybe one, maybe two days, not more than that. I wouldn't want to. Yeah, I, I would say a couple of days uh, a month. And Carrie's shaking her head, not at all. Yeah, never. I never want to work in an office ever again. I would yeah. never go back into employment. Like, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. And I've got a three-year-old daughter as well. So for me, for the lifestyle, it's so important to have that flexibility. And, and I think, we, we again, we've talked about this long and hard about you, you can almost make officers. And actually, one of the things I talk about is stop calling officers. It's just an awful word. It doesn't, it, it's not, it, you know, make these working spaces or shared spaces where you almost people get a bit jealous and they want to go in because there's something happening there's a vibe about them but yeah to, to me um yeah I, I can't think of anything worse than driving yeah driving miles to get into an office and actually, it's that whole thing isn't it it's about making it somewhere you want to be rather than yeah. somewhere you have to be yeah because if there's a reason to be there and it's going to be valuable then uh, do it whereas you don't need to be there just to do what you can do from your bedroom, your office, your the coffee shop, or anywhere else. An interesting thing to me, Kerry, almost like Kerry's over my shoulder and reading my questions here, but it's almost like you mentioned about, I know I never want to go back in the office again, or, you know, a step on that is around, I know it's very easy to say that if, you're, if you've got contracts and you're, and you're winning them, but I'm, I'm interested to understand your views on full-time versus freelance, because obviously full-time gives you that security of, you know, ongoing earnings. But actually, you know, talking from a personal perspective, I, I can't ever see myself wanting to go back into full time voluntarily. I might have to at some point, but ultimately, you know what? I just freelancing gives you that freedom, flexibility. And I just I just want to get your views on, you know, what, what, what's your views, full time or freelance? Newman, go. Yeah, uh, I, I like I said, um, that's where working for with uh, with uh, with the people like you with IMG uh, has been a blessing, really, um, because that was the you know the the point that I uh, raised earlier as well that that taking that leap, um, you know, uh, full time of course there's more job security or at least that's what we. We used to think, but uh, during COVID, uh, you know, people getting furloughed and then uh, becoming redundant, um, you know, um, it's just, you know, the moving forward and, and this whole COVID situation has also kind of raised those um, things that, you know, um, it's not as safe uh, as we sometimes um, uh, used to think that full-time employment really is. And then against all of that, uh, also the, the rewards uh, that you get uh, working freelance or working as a contractor. I feel that there is more learning as well uh, because the contracts are a bit more, uh, they're, of course, they're, they're shorter uh, term contracts. There is more focus in the project of what we want to achieve by the end of the, you know, the six months or the three months or the one year, uh, whatever the term is. Whereas in full-time employment, you, you kind of get a bit more relaxed and uh, uh, there is less learning. Uh, in, at, at least that's what I feel. Um, you get a bit more comfortable, so there is less learning as well. 
So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and then uh, just like uh, Kerry mentioned, uh, I've um, also got a, a toddler. Uh, so you know, the work-life balance uh, is is just something uh, which is very much attractive in freelance work. Uh, you can set your hours. You can there's much more flexibility. Whereas, of course, when you're working full time, then uh, um, you know the rules apply for you know to to everyone uh, who's working there. So. Yeah, it's just you know, there's, there's too many, um, too many pros really, um, and and this whole COVID uh, situation that we've been through in the last I don't know 16, 17 months has really exposed um, some issues with with full time employment um, and and some of the you know uh, some of the um, uh, the effects you know that uh, if you know if companies not, for instance. Just to give you an idea, uh, one of my friends, he's uh, he was working for an agency, a marketing agency, uh, that was mainly the, the most of their clients were in the travel and tourism industry, uh, and when COVID hit, they lost literally all of their clients. Now they couldn't do anything about it uh, because their whole portfolio was also in that specific niche. Um, so yeah, uh, furlough came into place, um, and yeah, redundancies and everything. Um, whereas if you're working. Uh, as a contractor, there's a lot more, uh, you know, a lot more flexibility that you have. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I I would say that. Yeah, uh, for for me personally, I would I would stick with this. Um, I'm currently enjoying it. Uh, Sounds like there's some spaceship taking off there. <laughs> um, one question for you guys. Obviously, you you lot are all working in with our clients what's the do you get any sort of chat from the staff in terms of the full-time employees are they talking to you about what life's like being a freelancer or you don't have to name any clients obviously but um or any people but have you had any sort of anyone had any conversations with you about making uh, the leap i well i actually had this one not uh them thinking about freelancing but uh some complaints and I hear this from my friends as well. They always say that um, they lose so much time with long company meetings uh, where they talk about um, solutions, but uh, at the end uh, they raise more questions um, than they come up with solutions. So they say that they can't work on the things that they want to work on. Um, they can't really do what they're passionate about. So I always hear that one thing. Um, so I think well, we're in, lucky in that regard. You don't get dragged into those meetings. You're there to do a job. And actually, it, but it probably goes back to what Dave said. It's not politics. But it's all the stuff which happens in a corporate world. Yeah. You just get to focus on the task rather than exactly. having to do the dance of what goes on and all hands meetings and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 And, I, and I think that has its pros and cons as well, because it is a lot more intense it's much more hard work isn't it because you don't have that time where you can just sit on a call and listen for an hour and you're still getting paid for it you know <laughs> it's it's an intense day of work but the the benefits far outweigh that and I think the learning curve that I've gone through in that last year I feel like I've developed more as a marketer than I've ever done in the last like 15 years so yeah it's brilliant for that reason I, I think as well sorry Emily you're gonna say something no. I was just I was just going to say, um, I was I was kind of worried going into freelancing that I might not be 
maybe as emotionally involved with the with the project um, because every website project I've been on so far, I suddenly have um, yeah you know I, I love the site I'm so invested in how it's working I uh, I'm you know I'm, I'm up all hours checking if is, is it live and the right time and I've been working with different countries so it's been a global thing and I and I was kind of worried that. I might lose that and it might get into just doing actions and activities and literally just ticking things off for people um, but it's absolutely not the case and uh, yeah I think you don't lose anything from not necessarily being a full-time employee um, with the company you're still well with the clients that I've been working with with you guys I I've still felt like I'm in the team um, and I, I keep part of the team um, and in, t in terms of conversations that I'm having with uh, maybe my ex-colleagues actually I think I found as an in-house uh, when I was in an in-house as a marketing manager I struggled constantly to find um, short-term people who were recommended um, who I didn't have to worry about and who weren't um, a, you know a total random online find um, who then I had to worry about setting up as a supplier on the finance system and I'd be responsible for that and you know checking their work blah 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 um all of that actually that they're kind of coming to me saying I, and that's I've recommended a couple of people to you guys because it's so quick to get someone in um actually on the project and I know sometimes uh some people that you've recruited have been you know briefed on uh, a Wednesday and they start work the Monday after and that's the kind of stuff I was really struggling to find as a marketing manager to, to find, to, to maybe have a brief by someone in the team, um, you know, that loads of work was come my way next week and how was I going to work on it? I, I had a, maybe some budget for a freelancer, but no one that I could hire permanently. Where I was going to spend the time recruiting that person when I had all this work to do and actually training that person up, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was never going to get around to that. And I've had lots of feedback from people that I've, I've talked to you, um, talked about you guys too that it's completely you know fixing that problem for them um and i yeah i wish there was someone i knew when i was a uh, in-house marketing manager because it fixes so many issues mm. and i think yeah. i think you nailed it there haven't you because actually and i guess a part of the, the the purpose of this podcast really is to almost get some real people talking about this because obviously we can talk about it but actually some of the feedback we've had from people on that pasting is from we will speak to somebody and say um you know we've got this opportunity uh it starts on monday and it's going to be x thousand pounds and they're a bit like hang on really who that who are you guys where have you come from what how has this happened so quickly and it's almost a bit of sort of disbelief that these these projects can land so quickly and we can move so quickly and clients can move so quickly but like you said Emily, the need the clients have got is just so keenly felt and as a community now as we grow and we've got more and more skills and more people involved in our community we can make those problems go so quickly um and obviously for for you folk it means that i can you know have a conversation with rich or i and be starting a new gig on monday and you know you're then set for for three months and you've had to do no business development no sales mm -hmm. no awkward conversations about day rates um so yeah, yeah. Exactly. And also, I will say is um, you're you're not recruiters. Um, 
you're also you know heads of marketing um so when i've been talking to you let, let's say about recommending someone i'm not just talking to you about you've got to find someone for them on monday um it's actually what do they need um where could they grow it's, it's almost a bit of strategy involved as well um, because that's what i was always worried about when speaking to other freelance recruiters is they just want someone on your books um, and they can get you anyone really quickly but actually do you know really what I need maybe yeah. I don't know it yet um, and you you had exactly that. that didn't you Rick with that um, we got that opportunity for a paid media play and you you said the client said oh I want to speak to this person and Rich said I can set that up and I'm happy to but actually this person is better and it, it's about because like you say because rich and i've worked on that side of the fence we know you know what's going to work what sort of even what the, the sort of personality and the culture of the client is so that we can almost have a team fit um that's it that's 100 percent. and i think what we need to almost you know what we again the 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 idea is actually quite simple what we came up with and, it, and it's basically because we we've done it we've sat in the businesses for 15 20 years and exactly what you just said emily i wish i had that when when i was there and actually we me and dave had the same situation in our last business and we we almost proof of concept the inspired marketing group in our old business and it was like actually that's what we need. And actually, if we need that, and client, we know all the clients would need that. And, and actually, the, the simple premise is your marketing plan changes. You know, you used to write a marketing plan and whenever your financial year starts, Excel, whatever you did it, this is it, it looks brilliant. And actually, two months into it, you chucked it away because it completely changed. But your people are fixed. And actually, what this concept is, have brilliant people who are permanent. And when your plan changes or your need changes, bring in the best people. Don't be constrained by 20 mile location radius of your head office. Bring the best people in to, to, to get this. And, and actually, you know, um, Newman's already said he's, he's in Cardiff. He's working for a business based in, in Loughborough. You know, Sadon, you're, you're, you're in London. Everyone's all over the place. It's about, it's about the right people. Um, and that's, it's, it's a simple concept, but it, it works. And, and it's that, it's that need now. And we spoke to a different uh, client of ours and they were like, I'm so used to having a conversation where someone gives me a problem and you go, right, I'll get onto that. But within 24 hours, actually the conversation is, I've heard you and I've got this as a solution. Do you assign it off? And it, it just completely changes the conversation and it almost disarms the, the, um, the, the almost challenge because you've almost put the issue back in their court because you've resolved it quickly you've got a solution rather than spending weeks or months to to get there so i'm, I'm interested i know we're really short running short of time actually what, what i'm interested in as well is that against against some of our not competitors but different sort of models of what we're doing um the vast majority don't charge to be part of the community now now we do and uh, you know using radical honesty some of you joined prior to us actually adding the membership it was free some of you have joined since we've uh, since we've, we've added the membership what, what what's your views on you know paying that 9.99 a month to to be part of the community is it worth it is it you know honestly basically tell us what you what you think silence that's not a good sign is it that's really no. not good well, Newman and Sadon are on, are on. Everyone's on mute. So 
I think you've muted everyone. Uh, well, well uh, what I would say, uh, it, it makes sense um, to, to be paying, you know, uh, subscription fees uh, monthly. I, I really don't feel that there is, um, I mean, um, I don't really find any issues with it, to be honest. I understand there is a, a, a and, you know, there are uh, admin fees um, and things that you have to do at the back end anyways. Um, um, and considering the benefits of, of being part of the community, like, like you said, and also it's not just uh, the ongoing stuff, but also uh, the, the initial work that goes into getting these uh, clients and having those negotiations in terms of uh, locking in uh, the, the, um, the daily rates or, uh, um, or the terms of the contract and all of that. Um, yeah, um, I, I mean, I don't really uh, find any issues with it, to be honest. Good to hear. I've, I've, got, I've got bigger issues with paying uh, <laughs> subscription fees for, for instance, for, for the CIM uh, um, and, and all the trainings and everything. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, I also agree with that, by the way, um, the uh, CIM. I <laughs> totally agree. I feel like I'm not really getting much out of it. <laughs> Um, and with IMG, I, I, once again, I agree because I, I believe you guys are doing so much. I actually try to apply for full-time jobs as well, but due to my uh, visa, I can only work as a contractor, but I still uh, wanted to get the experience and I know the whole process. Um, it literally takes three to four weeks to get a job because um, you have to pass the stages, you have to pass the test. Um, then talk to this other person, have another interview. It is very long. It's slow. They don't know you. You don't know them. It's like you guys are doing everything for us. Um, you kind of know us and you know the, um, you know, everything about digital marketing. So you know who would go, um, who would be a good fit uh, for that company. And you just kind of eliminate all those steps. And I love that. <laughs> I think somebody described, another community have described as, as we're their handler. And it was like, oh, I'm not quite sure <laughs> that's the right word, but uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Super, right, we need to wrap up, but just one last question. So obviously really appreciate your time guys. It'd be really, really great to have you on and thanks for the you know, kind words. I'm really glad that you know, our little idea that we came up with is, is working for you all. Um, and I guess my last question is kind of, what does, what does the future hold? So what does the future look like for you folk now that you are running your own businesses, you're freelancing, what does that, what does that mean for you? For me, because of my visa, I will be with you hopefully for at least another three years. But um, to be honest, because of you guys, I start thinking maybe I just want to continue this way even after I get a residence card. Um, this is actually much better than getting a full-time job. So um, I'm hoping to stay. Brilliant. Emily? I think for me, it's uh, flexibility. I, I can't tell you that I'm going to be doing this uh, role for, you know, this, this um, maybe this contract with you forever. And um, these opportunities that come through is I can, I have the opportunity to apply for them and, and you can recommend them to me, but it's, it's, however I'm feeling at that time in my life I, I'm looking to travel so I might want to take three months off in the future if COVID allows um, and actually then come back and, and see what you have available um, but 
but yeah, I think the flexibility to be able to do that is quite amazing. Um, that I don't have to have a you know two year plan. Nice freedom, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Carrie. Um, I think for me as a business owner for the future, I want to massively scale my business. And I think we already had an initial chat with Dave about this, but also using the IMG to help with our clients as well. So using the community within our business to try and scale. So it goes both ways, I think. And I think that's going to work really well for us. And that's a really good point, actually. And that's something we don't utilize a lot, but it's a lot of the conversations we're having is the fact that, yeah, if you're running your own business, you can use the community to help do that as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a win-win for everybody. And Newman, did we get to Newman or not? I don't think we did. Um, well, yeah, the future for me um, would really be all about uh, reclaiming your life, really, um, and having that work-life balance, not having to worry too much about uh, securing the clients and focusing more on the project uh, as well as you know enjoying other things and, and not just you know like you guys mentioned you know just going to office for the sake of going there um, just having meetings for the sake of having them uh, and just being part of this very very uh, good uh, productive overachieving uh, um, group of people really um, yeah awesome thank you so much for your time I really appreciate it and Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, if you want to find out some more about us, then you can visit theimgroup.co.uk. Um, if you'd like to join us, if you are a kick-ass marketing superstar, then go to theimgroup.co.uk slash join, um, and we'll, we'll fill in some details, and then we'll we'll get in touch with you and get you on board. Thanks very much. We'll see you all on the next time. Take care. Bye.